Hello and welcome to the Moisture Farm Report, the Star Wars podcast that was said to destroy the Sith, not join them. Um, but joining me today is actually one other, or oh, one other, what am I trying to say? The other half of the Moisture Farm Report It is, of course, James Matthews. How are you doing? Live in person. I'm doing very well. I've got a terrific mocha and I'm enjoying it so much. <laughs> and I've got a terrific cappuccino, but we are both here. Um, James, would you like to say where we are today? We are at Star Wars Celebration. It is Sunday as we're recording this. We are sitting in an empty hall having lunch and we thought let's do a live episode together. And it's the first time we actually have done a live in-person episode together. <laughs> How weird is that? This is only the second time that we've been in the same physical room together. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, and it's going well so far. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about the Crimson Corsair, the Red, yes. the, the Blood Buccaneer, the... Uh, go on, go on, say it, say it, say it. Oh, uh, Sid and Nathano, the Crimson Corsair, the Blood Buccaneer, the Red Raider, the Silent Scourge of the Lost Busters and the Scarabadge Stop 7. Boom. Absolutely we, brilliant. We found his suit of armour earlier. Yeah, the, we did. I think it was the Collector's stage? Yeah, it was. it was. No, 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 it was the um, Celebration Live celebration. stage. There are so many There's stages. So many. Yes. And I was so thrilled to see it. <laughs> but, of course, we are here not to talk about and react to what we have seen over the past couple of days, all the news that have been coming around due to Star Wars Celebration Europe 2023. And my goodness, hasn't there been a lot? There's been so much Star Wars. I haven't been able to keep up with it because like, the signal in here is terrible. It's, it's shocking. So. It's, yeah, it's pretty bad. I've been using the, the, the Wi-Fi upstairs was not yeah. too bad, but otherwise, it's it. Yeah, I my phone comes up with something called like it comes up with H plus on oh, my data bar you know when it's I've not got. Good if it's you don't not, know what it stands for. Exactly. Yeah, um, but there's been so much, and it's been incredible just to see the buzz around mm. this place and, yes. the, and the amazing cosplays. Oh, so many. There's some in the room with us here. Like we've got some High Republic Jedi's in the distance. Yes. Yes. More. There's actually so many High Republic Jedi's there here. There's a toy is. Lek over there. Is that a? Is that who's that over there? Is, is that, that Jin Erso? That's Jin Erso. I think that's Jin Erso behind us. This is right. terrific. That's incredible. But we've seen plenty of rays, haven't we? Yes. And Cal Kestises. Yes. I mean, I knew we were going to see like a lot of cosplay when we we're here. Yeah. But even I was amazed that like I'm waiting <laughs> for the the train at Canning Town. I was just like looking down the stage, like there's George Lucas, there's a Stormtrooper, there's Ben Kenobi, there's another Ben Kenobi. Yeah. There's so many Cal Kestises here yesterday. Like that's yeah. the most popular costume. I, I've seen probably two or three of them. Yeah. Um, I didn't quite get Cal Kestis on my train. What I did get was a <laughs> kind of mixture between a Maleficent costume and a mm. Sith, which that's I was cool. which I was very confused at, at first. <laughs> I thought, is that a Sith at first? If you're listening, um, I did appreciate the costume. So very well done. And I did enjoy the fact that um, you did give that um, dark side, or what was it, that First Order medal, I think, to the person you were talking to who had a First Order <laughs> officer costume. So kudos to you. For, <laughs> for enriching someone's cosplay with your stuff. That's pretty cool. I think I've seen more Dave Filoni's than oh, George really? Lucas is here, which is yeah. surprising. Goes to show how how popular he is, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so it's a cheap costume, you just need the hat. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's as we were talking about, there's a lot of cheap costumes you could do here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, just get a jacket. We've we've uh, deduced. Just get a jacket, and you can be um, you can pretty be much every male yeah, character. Exactly. <laughs> um, so James, shall we mm-hmm. talk a little bit about some of the incredible things that we have seen? and been announced over Star Wars Celebration. Yes, I think there's probably one place that we need to start. Yeah. And it's three films. Yes. Three films announced for, well, I don't think there are any years, but like three films for the near future. Yes. Um, so they haven't been given a release date at no. all. We just, we know who the directors are and yeah. roughly what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah. Heir to the Empire. Yeah. New Jedi Order. Oh my gosh. And of course, we've got three incredible directors who mm-hmm. are on those projects. One being uh, James Mangold. From Logan? From Logan, yeah. And I think and he, other things. he also directed The Wolverine. 
So he, okay. so he, but he directed two X-Men films. Um, that's not all he does. I'm pretty yeah. sure he does quite a lot. But given <laughs> Imagine that, doing two films and Star Wars is like, yeah, we'll give you a film. <laughs> hey, you made a success of a fandom film. We'll give, you, we'll give you Star Wars. I've written a screenplay before. I could do a Star yeah. Wars. Uh, so James Mangold is to direct Dawn of the Jedi. Yes. Um, Dave Filoni, of mm-hmm. course. Um, he is going to be directing his own Star Wars film, which many Star Wars fans will be excited about. He is going to be directing a film which is going to be surrounding the culmination of the Mandoverse itself. Yes. Um, and then the most exciting one, I think, of the three gems. The one I'm most pumped about. Oh, the one the thing most people are is the one directed by Charmin Obeyed Chinoy, mm-hmm. who James, who, what's the film going to be about? It's going to be about Rey Skywalker leading the new Jedi Order. So I am so So Rey's coming back. She's coming back to the Star Wars yes, universe. It was such a big surprise. Like, we weren't there on Friday to see mm. it, sadly, but Daisy Ridley came out on stage as yeah. part of this announcement. And yeah. the, the reaction to that has just been phenomenal. Like, yeah. I, I mean, seeing like how many people are dressed as Ray here yeah, yeah. this weekend is just like it's proof that she is such a beloved character. Yes, yeah. And seeing the response to this, I just can't wait. Yeah, because She's my favorite character outside of Leia, so I'm so excited about and, this. And I've I've absolutely loved seeing the impact that Ray's had on all the young people mm. around here. There was yeah, a young, there's so many kids dressed so as Ray. There's so many kids dressed as Ray, and it goes to show just the importance of her as a character in the sequel trilogy. Mm. And and she's going to be. It's going to be a film apparently. Uh, set maybe 15 years after the Rise of Skywalker yes. and about her rebuilding the Jedi Order. Yes. Which is going to be very exciting. Which we were saying the other day, we're, it's nearly like 15 years since, mm. or it's nearly a decade since The Force Awakens. So like, yes, they won't have to age her up that much, <laughs> no. which is scary. Because when, when was it that uh, The Force Awakens was released? 2015. My so, goodness. Yeah. 2015. Like the earliest that film would come out would be 2025 and that would be a decade on. Which yeah. Is, don't say that to me. No. <laughs> well, I mean, what was it, 2005 when Revenge of the Sith came out? Oh, man. Oh, it's so long ago. It's almost 20 years since I, Revenge of the Sith. I would not like to see what I looked like in 2005. I, uh, so different. I tell you what, though, when, when 20 years of Revenge of the Sith comes out, I'm doing something for that. Because yeah. that is obviously one of my favourite favorite Star Wars films. Oh, for sure. Um, but the... The whole idea of Rey rebuilding the Jedi Order, James, mm. I'm really fascinated to see where that goes. I mean, we've seen it in different iterations with yes. Luke Skywalker and many people like that. Rey is, of course, Skywalker now. Mm-hmm. She's going to go forth as the, as the new Skywalker in the saga to, you know, set forth. Uh, I wonder if Finn is going to make an appearance. Yeah. I wonder I... if he's going to become, a, you know, maybe take forth that idea of that he's force sensitive. Yeah, I know film. John Boyega said that he's not interested in coming back, like, after how Finn's story was resolved. Yeah. But... I really hope that, if not in this at least, like maybe, yeah. if this goes well, yes. I hope that they can create a story sometimes, maybe like a Disney Plus series or something, yes. that just gives them the confidence that they'll treat that character yeah. well. Like even if, yeah. we were, I think we were saying the other day, like bringing John on as a producer on the show, pretty, like pretty, you and that, McGregor that, did for Kobe. That would be a good influence, or yeah. you know, something yeah, to, for him to latch on to. Yeah. yeah, but I saw someone mention the other day that if this is set 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, mm. Grogu would be about 91. Which is wow. Yoda was teaching Jedi from the age of a hundred, <laughs> so, so he could be. He could he be could part, be of, the part of the new. That yeah, that is to say, yeah. We, I mean, we don't know how that Mandoverse culminates. Yes, who it's knows? Gonna, it would be weird seeing Grogu go from a babbling little potato to something to like walking and talking and doing things. <laughs> I would love it though if he's taken on the voice of Din in some way. Yeah. Like I don't know, just yeah, got... voiced by Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Still, <laughs> he's got a mustache and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, he'll have a Mando helmet, of course, because yes, he's a Mandalorian, isn't he? He's not a Jedi. Well. 
we don't know which way he's going to go. Yeah. It could be both. Um, but I would love to see a Grogu with a Mandalorian helmet mm. babbling behind it. Yeah. Um, just just looking over there, there's some photography going on with the cosplays. That's pretty interesting. That is very cool. I like that. I saw um, a Kylo Ren walk past as well in the main hall. Really? Ah. There's a couple of, there he is. There's Kylo Ren Where? walking past. The oh, fantastic. Got the helmet and everything. <laughs> amazing. Gosh, it's so cool to be here. That's it's amazing. It's so frightening sometimes. You turn around and you're face to face with like Kylo Ren or a stormtrooper. Oh, I, well, do you know what was um, one of my. Th um, yeah, I really liked when we turned around and we saw Benthic. We, yes, saw we saw Benthic. Benthic two tubes came and walked in front of us, and I got a picture, not with with Benthic, but of Benthic. <laughs> I'll try and put that on the, the Twitter feed if I can. Um, shall we briefly just touch on, um, yeah, just those other two films? So, yes. so Dawn of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. um, so, talking, uh, do you think that's going to be very much a High Republic type film? I think it's going to be way before then. I, I don't know where this came from, so I may just be pulling this out of my butt. Yeah. But um, I heard 25,000 years before. Skywalker saga floated around. Wow, twenty-five thousand. Yeah, because there's wow. a, there's a lot of stuff in legends about like um, I think it might have been the old tales of the Jedi yeah. comics yeah. that are set way back in this ancient past. It's like thousands, thousands I, of years back. I I can't remember what we said during our um, our ancient Sith episode in season yes. one, but I'm or, or actually the um, the Mandalorian episode. But mm. I'm pretty sure that. 25,000 years ago will be around the ballpark of either the Jedi Mandalorian Wars or the Jedi Sith Ancient Wars. That's very interesting. Sorry, I'm just eating a little No, bread. no, absolutely. Um, no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look quite good, to be honest. We uh, don't want to pay for food at the XL because it's so expensive, so I just yeah. got a big sourdough loaf from Lidl and I'm just tearing the most. It. The most we've spent is on, a, uh, is on the coffee, to be honest, yeah. which is actually <laughs> well needed. Um, um, but uh, yeah, that's going to be so exciting because it feels like a very clean slate. Like, that could go in any direction. Yeah, yeah. There's so much of the... There's legend stuff they could pull on, or yes. there's just new direction they could go in yeah. entirely. Ooh. I heard James Mangold say something about, like, exploring where the force came from sure which i don't know whether it means like it's going to be exploring like you know the force beginning because yeah. i always imagine the force is always being there yeah or if it's just exploring like you know it the might, mystery of like it what it could be and what it well, how what it is well potentially it's going to be something that's more linked to the father the son and the daughter mm. something that's very much linked to that you know the, the mythology of that and yeah. uh, and how jedi are sort of um, very much influenced by those stories and by that, yeah. by that, you know, quite I don't know, literative like religion in a yeah. way. Because I think in the old legend stuff, and I'm not really that well versed on it, so I might not be making any sense. Yeah, but I think it explored ideas of like the the Ashla and the Bogan, which are the light and dark side of the Force, and the Bendu being the thing in the middle. Okay. Um, so I don't know how much that's going to come in because obviously we had the Bendu in Rebels. Which yeah. Is, oh yes. Which is a thing, the, not oh, like yes. a, a is that, religion is, or anything. Is that the big? Is that the big sort of bear type, um, Minotaur type thing with the eyes yes. that appeared in the sky? By one yes. of the Doctor Who's. Who? Well, I can't remember his name. Tom something. Tom Baker. Tom Baker. That was ah, it. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I think cool. it was Tom Baker. Ah. I might just be making stuff up. Is that the one where? Because it's been such a long time since it's in Rebels. Is that the one where Thrawn goes to shoot? shoot mm. him and then he just disappears and yes. starts chuckling yeah love it absolutely love it <laughs> i love i love that kind of stuff i love it when star wars goes a little bit more you know out there mm. especially when yoda sort of met, met the the guardians of the wills yeah people like that and i feel like this film could go in that direction it could be a lot more like spiritual and mystical in that sense yeah like I, mythological i just checked on wikipedia wikipedia and yes. it said that the jedi sith war um was um, about a thousand, or at least one of them, because there's probably lots, um, was about a thousand. <laughs> there are always wars. There's so many. Um, 1,032 BBY okay. was uh, this Jedi Sith War, apparently. but And that was the one that included Darth Bane. 
Mm. So this will be before Darth Bane then, if it's 25 years, 25,000 years. That was a long, long time it's ago. It's a long time I, Like ago. I said, I may have just invented that number. Mm. Um, well, I'm sure I saw it somewhere on the internet. <laughs> well, um, seeing as though we've talked a little bit about the dawn of the Jedi in terms yes. of the actual idea, um, the films themselves have been released within a wider context, which is a whole new timeline mm. within the Star Wars universe, which includes... So, Dawn of the Jedi, and I'm just going to try and paraphrase a lot of these, but mm-hmm. apparently Dawn of the Jedi is going to be that James Mangold film that's set thousands, thousands, thousands of years before the events of The Phantom Menace. Then I believe we've got the... Um, Old Republic? Old Republic. Then the High Republic. High Republic. Then the... Um, a, the fall of the Jedi. Yes, which that's that sort of prequel and, era, and, and that's the start of prequel era. So what we're talking about here is three, two or three different ages before any of the live action stuff or animated stuff we've got so far, mm-hmm. which opens up an incredible amount of potential mm. for stories and narratives to go forward. Like literally tens of thousands. Literally, of years of we get there's time. so much, and not only that, but we've got the. Uh, we've got a obviously a new era after the events of Rise of Skywalker. So mm. the I believe the Rise of Skywalker age is dubbed the Rise of the First Order. Yes. And then the Ray film is supposedly in what era, James? I think it said the New Jedi Order. The New Jedi the Order. Yeah. So um, so that's exciting because if that's set 15 years after Rise of Skywalker, once again that could be the basis of a whole new raft of films and TV mm. series to explore that time. So it almost feels like Lucasfilm want to stop themselves being pigeonholed into into mm. this quite what seems to be an oversaturated sort of time in, yeah. in content in both the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy and the originals and the prequels. Yeah, there's, they've got a little bit of criticism recently for everything being either like between yeah. episode three and four yeah, or yeah. five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, 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 and I'll yeah. be honest, I kind of bought into that a little bit because I was like, <laughs> oh, I love this era, but also I've seen a lot of it recently. Yeah, and yeah. so, yeah, seeing that timeline on screen, I just got so excited. Like, I yeah. don't really care what projects are yeah, there at the moment. Yeah. It's just knowing they've got such an open book to play with. It's it's interesting because I never really even considered wanting to see all of that. Mm. What I, my my criticism was them not visiting enough the time of the Phantom Menace and the mm. time maybe just prior to the Phantom Menace, maybe just I don't know fifty years prior yeah. to it, something like that. That's interesting. I, I really would have liked to see what was going on in that era and during the obviously the time of the rise of Darth Plagueis and the yes. and Sidious becoming a Sith and yeah that sort of age you might want to watch the acolyte then really ah <laughs> so then maybe let's get on to that so that was announced wasn't it the other day yes i was lucky enough to see the trailer you for the acolyte. lucky person you. <laughs> how did you do it what what panel did you get into? it was in the high republic panel so that the, was it the acolyte is like part of the high republic it's right. the first live action work in the high republic right um but I went along to this panel thinking it was just going to be about the books and the comics. Right. And that's enough for me. Okay. Like, I was happy with that. I yeah. had a nice meal of the yeah. books and comics announcements. Yes. Um, which I can't remember now, but okay. never mind. <laughs> and then they, they got to a point where one of the people on the panel said, okay, is the live stream at home ended? Yeah. And I was like, oh, what, what are you going to do now? And yeah. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, we're doing these other books. Yes. And then they brought out Leslie Headland. Yes. Um, the showrunner for The Acolyte. Okay. They showed the trailer for the Acolyte. Wow. And then they brought out uh, Rebecca Henderson mm-hmm. and announced that she was playing Vanestra Rowe, who fans of the High Republic will know is one of the main one of the main Jedi. Wow. Um, and she's going to be in the show as one of the main characters. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and, so it directly ties into books then? Yes. Yeah. And the thing that Leslie Hedden said that I got really excited about 
um, is that, like I said, this show is part of the High Republic, mm-hmm. but she'd said before that it was going to like tie into the Phantom Menace or how things got to the state of the Phantom Menace. Sure. And she said specifically, I don't think she gave any kind of like definitive year or timeline. Yeah. But she said the show is going to take place after Phase 3 of the High Republic, okay. which is coming out in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, and shows how the Jedi and the Republic generally went from this like idealistic mm. golden age mm. down to the dogmatic age of the prequel Jedi. Oh, she, wow. It's fascinating wow. listening to her talk because I, I didn't know like how much of a... Like, I knew mm. that she was a big Star Wars fan, but I didn't know how much because I never really heard her talk mm, about it. Mm, mm. And she was saying she'd always been fascinated with this ideal of, like, mm. how the Jedi got from yeah. these these idealistic warriors yeah. down to this state of, of what they were in the prequel trilogy, mm. like, sitting in their ivory tower. Mm, 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 so the show's going to explore a lot of that. And my, oh, it just looks so cool. Here's a, here's a question, James. Yes. Why did the Jedi... Why, why did that happen, then? I don't know. I haven't watched the Acolyte yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess... I guess Maybe perhaps they became, yeah. Perhaps the Jedi Order became more aligned with the Senate mm. and the Republic, and as that happened, and as they more, you know, that meant, meant their impartiality and meant their, yes. you know, their ability to actually do things on their own free will became limited. Yeah, I wonder if there's maybe the, like a complacency coming in, as, mm. as we talked about before, like the Sith going more underground mm. with the rule of two and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. because yeah. I don't, I can't remember with. Um, no, I think one of the main characters, or two of the main characters in the Acolyte are meant to be twins, and one of them was raised as a Jedi, yeah. and one of them is raised as a Sith assassin. Oh. So I think it's going to deal a lot more with like the re-emergence of the Sith, or like mm. them kind of testing their power a bit more. Interesting. So after so after the Jedi and Sith War, yes. after Darth Bane is sort of... Well, actually, no, Darth Bane survived, didn't he? And then mm. and then started the rule of two. Yes. From that point on, and the lineage yeah. went forward. And so they went kind of into hiding from that. And obviously there'd be the odd odd couple here and here or there throughout the yeah. galaxy. That's really interesting. Yeah. All I saw from the sneak preview that I got from someone on Twitter was <laughs> a a battle between two people yes. with with knives, and then somebody force pushing someone uh, yes. forward. That's all I got in the trailer. But I also saw a lot of younglings getting trained. So yes. it seems like there's going to be a lot of Jedi, a lot of Force users in this show. Yeah, there was a really cool... It, the trailer ended on this really cool shot of, I think it was five or six Jedi. And I don't, I didn't recognize who they were. I don't know if they're characters that I would know. But just like five or six Jedi line lighting their lightsabers. Oh, like my this God. Just kind of wave of blue and green and yellow. And yellow! Possibly yes! orange, but I don't know if it's just yellow in dark lighting. There you go then. Yellow is coming back into canon. I love it. And also, they announced, I don't think they said it was Viriyaka, mm-hmm. but they brought out, the um, I might say the name wrong, but they brought out um, Juna Suotamo, who yeah. plays Chewbacca yeah. in the recent films. They brought him out and announced he's playing a Wookiee Jedi. Wow. Um, you don't know this because you've not read the High Republic books, no. but at the end of phase one, yeah. it was left up in the air as to whether Viriyaka died or not. And he's presumed dead. Okay. What, how, but how? we know there's a Wookiee Jedi who looks a lot like Buryaga in this show. Interesting. And what kind of what color lightsaber does Buryaga have? Blue. Mm. And Interesting. It was, in the High Republic book panel, Charles Soule, mm. one of the writers, he seemed to want to talk about Buryaga mm. and the potential fate of Buryaga and kept getting cut off. Oh. So I'm just saying, if you're a fan of Buryaga <laughs> and you are sad that he is potentially dead, <laughs> okay. Maybe maybe you hold that thought. Okay. Well, James, <laughs> yes. shall we move on to the next massive piece of news? Yes. Which was the announcement of the Ahsoka series mm-hmm. for Disney Plus. That is, did we get a release date for Ahsoka? Is it is it later this year? Uh, maybe. I think it's possible. I got a feeling. I want to say like fall twenty twenty three or something. I, I like think August. it's fall twenty twenty three okay. August. Um, which um came yeah. 
everywhere it's it was everywhere on twitter a big big reception and a big outpouring of support and love for it um i think it's also significant to point out that this is effectively bringing back the rebels series it's yeah, effect, it's, it's effectively like a continuation, the continuation it's effectively the new season of rebels because one of the big things in the trailer that we got shown mm -hmm. was uh, Hera Syndulla is going to be in yes, it. Yes, um, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That was finally confirmed. Amazing. I, I think that's been like, people have assumed that's who she was playing for a long yeah, time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally got to see it. And Chopper. And Chopper. There is a shot of Chopper going, whop, 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 whop. He actually does that in a fighter of some sort. Uh, Sabine Wren. Mm -hmm. and, and obviously, who else have we got? We've also got um, yeah, Ezra. Ezra. A hologram of Ezra. Yes. Uh, we got a hologram of Ezra, which is really exciting. Um, and we also got a shot of Mon Mothma, live action yes. Mon Mothma from Andor. Yeah. So Genevieve O'Reilly. That Terrific. was cool. I'm so glad she's And back. then uh, what else to, What else to mention? Obviously you're Ahsoka. Missing, you're missing a famous blue boy. Oh, I am missing him. Thank you for reminding me, James. <laughs> <laughs> we ca can't forget our blue boy. Um, although every time I think, I guess someone on Twitter put a picture saying, this is who this is who's playing this character, right? And it was <laughs> have you ever seen Arrested Development? No, I haven't. There's there's a character in Arrested Development who basically just gets covered in blue oh. and he just cries in the shower. What is his name? Tobias something, isn't it? Yes, it is Tobias. It's Tobias someone. And he's, yeah, he's got glasses, bald. Yeah. Um, and that's all I can think of. <laughs> but so Lars Mickelson has been announced to be playing Thrawn mm. uh, for the Ahsoka series, and he got even brought out on stage, didn't he? Um, during one of the live panels. Yes, and I think that I wasn't in this panel, sadly, mm. um, but I think there was a sneak peek of Thrawn mm. on screen. Because in the trailer, you get the back of Thrawn's head. Yeah. I think we got the front of Thrawn's head. Possibly even the sides of Thrawn's head. Mm. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> I could certainly see his ears from my yeah. shot. There was a lot of people trying to line up the ears and yeah. try to see who it was. It was like, interesting. <laughs> there was also, I think, in that in that special preview, a shot of Sabine using Ezra's green lightsaber, Ooh. which looks pretty cool. Wow. Um, okay. Because she Ezra gave his lightsaber to Sabine at the end of Rebels. Yes. Right? So yeah. she's got she's got the green boy. She's got the green boy. Um, um, we should point out that this show is going to focus on the idea of searching for Ezra Bridger. Yes. That's what we believe is going to happen. He stayed out too late. He's missed his dinner time. <laughs> Golly, it's been a naughty boy. Come yeah. on, come on back. <laughs> the, I mean, I was trying to I was trying to guess as to um, how old Ezra Bridger would be in this series. Yeah, because um, I can't remember if it's been said when this series is set. No, um, you, you did question or did ask me whether this was going to be concurrent with the events of the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, or at least like just after it or something. Yeah, which um, which would make sense if, um, given the events of season two of The Mandalorian, episode five, I think, when mm. Ahsoka goes to that planet and has that fight with that Imperial governor, ex-Imperial yes. governor. Yeah. It's I obviously following episode. following those events. Yeah. Um, so I think that would make Ezra something like late 20s. Yes. Roughly our age. Pretend wow. That's amazing. Gosh. Okay, so not too How many Star Destroyers have you taken down at your age? Dep Dep <laughs> Depends what planet he's been on for all these years. Yeah. Might be might be a bit worse for wear at that point. You saw what Tatooine did to Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> um, but, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for that series. Oh, it, lo it looks so cool. And it looks like... I mean, we haven't even talked about the like villains. Oh the my gosh, no. There's so um, much about this trailer. Balen Skull. Balen Skull. And... I don't know what the other one is, oh, to be honest. Something Hattie. Okay, well, while you look that up, um, there is uh, two new villains. One 
carrying a what looks like an orange boy, <laughs> an <laughs> orange lightsaber. But we we are thinking potentially it isn't. Is is just a red red lightsaber with an orange kyber core. Um, but there's Shin a sh- Hattie. Shin Hattie. Shin Hattie is the the female character there. So uh, it looks like in the trailer that they are playing two what appears to be Sith or dark side force users mm. who are either in direct opposition to Ahsoka yep. or in direct opposition to basically the protagonist in general. Yes. Uh, it seems as if that Ahsoka visits, visits the elder, one of the two, a male with a, a white beard and, and what looks to be old armor as well. Yeah, he's got like kind of a breastplate and like pauldrons and stuff. Yes, so almost harking back to, you know, maybe the High Republic or something like yeah. that. He could be someone who has been hiding out this whole time. Yeah, or plucked out of the world between worlds. Ah, that's another thing. <laughs> By Ezra again. God damn it, Ezra, stop plucking people out. <laughs> Do it too much. But um, it is insinuated that the second character, this female dark side user, is potentially in leagues with the other one. Mm. Potentially maybe a Padawan. Well, yes, she does have a Padawan braid. Yes. (laughs) And she carries an orange or slightly red (laughs) slash orange lightsaber as well, (laughs) which means that they are maybe together. Yeah, because my theory when I saw the two of them was that they were like a Jedi Master and Padawan duo that maybe escaped Order 66 Mm. and went to the dark side, or like one of them went and pulled the other with them. Yes. Um, Just the fact that she's a Padawan already sets up like, yeah, this show is going to break your heart. Yes! Oh my gosh! Of course. Um, More child trauma. <laughs> I've got a feeling this this um, this Padawan is going to have to come to terms with who she really wants to be her real family, yeah. and that's going to be the central point. It's going to be very much a dark river, a reaver yeah. type type situation, maybe. Is that a train going over? Is that a train? Maybe the DLR? <laughs> oh, the DLR, I think, is just outside here. Uh, yeah, if you can hear the noise, we're right outside the DLR station. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, DLR. But yeah, I wonder if, like, I don't know, seeing that she's a Padawan, I wonder if maybe she went to the dark side mm. and her master followed her rather oh, than the other way around. Maybe. Which I just feel like they might do that because that's more tragic. Some people have questioned whether the um, Balin Skull is someone from the Heir to the Empire books. Yes, Joris Sebalf. Which, what do you think about that? I, we were talking about this the other day, I've seen a lot of people say maybe this, if you haven't read the books, Joris Sabalth was a clone of a Jedi Master from the Republic era who went insane um, and worked with the Empire. And I've seen people saying well, maybe Valen Skull was going to be this character. I personally feel like if it if they were going to take inspiration from Joris Sabalth, they'd just use the character, mm-hmm. um, unless he exists in canon any way that's... Like this, that would contradict him. But yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I, I feel like Balin Skull maybe he might take a bit of inspiration, but I don't think he's going to yes. play the same role. There's a Lando in the blue cape. There is a Lando. Amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first one I've seen. Amazing. I love that. Sorry, we were just talking <laughs> about Lando's earlier and said that Adam hasn't seen any yet. <laughs> no, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if he was going to be Joris Sabalth, they would have just used the character of Joris Sabalth and not created a whole new character. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, he could, yeah, there's so many options of what he could be. Like the, you said, he could be an old Jedi from the High Republic. The, the, the thing about this series is that it seems like they are... T- Sorry, it seems like Dave Filoni is going to be taking his own spin on the air to the Empire yes. books. Isn't that right? Yeah. It seems like... He's going to essentially repurpose that for post or pre, sorry, pre-sequel trilogy era, mm. which is quite clever, but it means that there are going to be elements to it which are slightly changed and that, yeah, this might be one of them. The one thing I do want to know, though, Clone Luke. You think you think there's going to be a Clone Luke? I don't know. I just, the end of Heir to the Empire trilogy, there's a Clone Luke. Right. What does Clone Luke, do? what does he do? Uh, he fights Mara Jade and ah. regular Luke. I just wonder if okay. there's going to be Clone Luke in either like the Mandiverse or Ahsoka or in the film that Dave Filoni's doing. Oh, to okay. So maybe all of this 
clone technology is gearing towards a clone leak. I just feel like there's going to be some clone shenanigans. Oh, maybe. So we've, we've all been thinking that Grogu's going to be trying to make Snoke. <laughs> You've been wrong. That would be really interesting. And I guess that would be also, yeah, that would be really interesting in terms of, you know, if, I don't know, if it was the First Order who were doing this, mm -hmm. whether, you know, Palpatine wanted to re yeah, Palpatine wanted to recreate uh, yeah, wants to recreate the Skywalker lineage, try that first, creating an evil clo uh, Luke Skywalker clone before mm. he does then eventually go on to go on to um, Kylo Ren, Ben, ben Kenobi, uh, sorry, Ben Skywalker in a way. <laughs> um, anyway, um, mm. so anything else to talk about the Ahsoka? Oh, uh, there's an Inquisitor. There's an Inquisitor. We haven't worked out who it is. No. I saw something on Twitter about who it might be, but I don't know if it's confirmed or just someone to put it together from a list of Inquisitors that might be alive. I've got a feeling it's a flashback, that, that Interesting. Fight. I've, I've got a feeling that, because I, I, I find it weird to think that there's loads of Inquisitors still alive in the post-pre-sequel yeah. trilogy. I think the third brother is the one that uh, jumps out on Wikipedia for, like, we know they exist, but yeah. there aren't any stories about them. Yes. Um, so yes. whether it's them, I don't know. To be honest, I can't remember think, which Inquisitor trying, is which. I'm trying to think why Ahsoka would have a reason to either hunt an Inquisitor yeah. or encounter one mm. in that time. Maybe the maybe an Inquisitor has been tracking Ezra Bridger. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe. Maybe that's why we haven't seen them before, because yeah. they're out in the unknown regions. Nah. Looking for squids. <laughs> Follow the tentacles! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, right, uh, shall we move on? Um, mm -hmm. Unless there's anything else to discuss in that trailer. I mean, there's going to be so much, but we'll talk about it another time. I mean, I mean <laughs> let's, just, let's just end on the fact that I think... Uh, we're so excited that Thrawn's going to come back to the Star yes, Wars galaxy. Yes. I think it's been slightly insinuated that possibly um, <laughs> in The Mandalorian Season um, 3, that mm -hmm. potentially Thrawn is somewhere in the background. Um, I think we might get, like, in the way that you remember Mando Season 1 ended yes. with, like, Moff Gideon appeared, but the last shot, I think, was Moff Gideon showing off the Darksaber. Yes. I feel like we're going to get something similar for Thrawn. Like, yeah. I don't think he's going to appear as like the big bad of the season, you but think I think he's going get to like, the, yeah. yeah, there'll be like whoever is the villain and mm. then there'll be a hint at the end that's one involved, like a hologram or something. Nice, I and love that. And then set up Ahsoka. Oh, I love it, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, they love doing that, don't they? They, they love, really they, they love, they or, love teasing or, us. Or just dedicating a whole episode to mm. the Ahsoka series. Yes. Which they did in <laughs> Mandalorian. Anyway, um, let's move on to the mm -hmm. one of our other announcements. So we've also got the skeleton crew, which yes. uh, other details that were released, James, were things like the pirates from the Mandalorian season three yes. is going to be starring in it. Yes, not the big green mossy guy who got blown up. But, spoiler um, alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> the, oh, what was his name? It's Vane. He was like the kind of head underling. Yeah. Um, who in the first episode of Mando season three was the one who kept trying to drink in a school. Yeah. Um, I've never understood. Like, the guy's telling you it's a school. Stop saying, no, it's a bar. I'm going to go yeah, in. Yeah, I know. Anyway. I know. <laughs> um, he, uh, I mean, he... Because he fled the battle above Navarro, didn't he? He does. He does well to survive all of that. Yeah, and I assumed that he was just never going to show up again. Yeah. But it's been announced he's going to be in Skeleton Crew, which I'm curious about. Yeah. I Maybe... feel like if it... If it's going to be like an incidental cameo, yeah. they wouldn't have announced it at Star Wars Celebration. So it feels like it's going to be a biggish deal. I feel like he's going to be, he's going to reform his own crew. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe the ones who are like antagonists to Maybe. the skeleton crew. Or he's going to be in the similar way to the Guardians of the Galaxy, how yes. the protagonists work under a pirate and then have to uh, break out and go go on their own. That's interesting. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So maybe there's some some people in that 
crew, maybe Jude Law, maybe. who we could also talk a little bit, little bit about. Yes. He has been confirmed to be a Jedi, <laughs> um, which I think most of us were thinking along the lines that he might be. Yeah, it was um, like, what was the other theory? That he might have been like young Law Santeca. Oh yes, um, of course, which would have... <laughs> I guess he does have the look of Law yeah. Santeca, doesn't he? <laughs> but um, yeah, Jude Law Jedi, JLJ. JLJ, <laughs> And a Jedi that I've heard rumoured, I know this is confirmed, but okay. I certainly heard that he might have experienced the fall of the Jedi Order. Interesting, yes. Oh, we were talking about this the other night, yeah. so we are trying to work out how old Jude Law was. <laughs> um, <laughs> like in his 50s. Yeah, I he's think his he's 50s, 50s, isn't he? So he would have been like, if he was a Jedi from from the Republic era, yeah, he would have been sort of early twenties, I think. Yes, during Order sixty six, he might have been like an old Padawan or a very young Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He comes across as yeah one of those individuals who once again doesn't want to use the force and keeps it hidden yes. from everyone. Um, in the trailer that was shown during one of the panels where Skeleton Crew was uh, shown at Star Wars Celebration, there was a shot, I believe, of Jude Law using the force in order to push a set of keys towards a bunch of young young children mm. um, who are trapped, who I'm assuming are part of the wider <laughs> affirmation skeleton crew. <laughs> They're part of his gang of skeletons. Okay, yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of skeletons in his closet, <laughs> Jude Law. Um, otherwise, I don't really, I don't think we know too much more about, about that, no, really. They seem to be keeping their cards close to the chest, and I don't know if it's just because it's a yeah. little bit further down the line. Potentially. I don't know when it is being released. I, um, I don't know either. It's probably been it's probably been suggested at some point yeah. when it has. Um, or whether they're just trying to drip feed information because there's so much coming out about like Ahsoka at the moment. That's the um, thing. It's, it's, it's easy to sort of, yeah, get lost in all of it. There's yeah. I mean, yesterday, for example, I mean, yeah, Ahsoka and Acolyte certainly took up most of the publicity. Yes. Whatever Skeleton Crew did, I think were going to, they were going to come under those. Oh, due to be released in 2023. So Really? Okay. Ah, what? So must soon? be like, Late? if Ahsoka's going to be August 2023, Maybe Skeleton December? Crew must be like, yeah, November, December. Wow. So, okay. surprising we don't know that much about it. Ah, okay. Why I'm thinking like a Disney being tricky and they're being yeah. like, no, we're going to blow your minds with this. We're just not going to show you that much in advance. Wow, Luke Skywalker's going to be yeah. in it, isn't he? Yeah. Because like Andor, we didn't really know a lot about before it came out. No, no, um, no. It's, it's, it's always the way with those kind of things, isn't it? The ones yeah. that you least expect to be good sometimes do turn out to be yeah. good. Because I think Skeleton Crew is the one I'm like least excited about yeah but i feel like it could be kind of a sleeper hit like i'll go in thinking yeah i'll watch it because it's star wars yeah. and then to be blown away because i'm not is expecting it... anything from it so is it supposed to be a bunch of misfits who yeah. kind of like the ghost crew in a sense yeah. come together and go on mini adventures i um, think <laughs> is it set and also is it set do we know if it's set during the empire it's i think again in that five-year window after return of the right Jedi, right um, okay i think yeah. what i heard was like a group of kids who find something mysterious on that planet yeah um or something dangerous on that planet which i wonder if that is discovering jude law the jedi <laughs> um, <laughs> he's highly destructive keep back <laughs> radioactive yes <laughs> But yeah, we don't really know much more than that. Um, yeah. Well, we'll sit tight yes. and we will see what else to come. What else is there, James? We have uh, also been... Um, oh, a, a Certain Tales. Yes. Yeah. Some stories about some Jedi. Yes. Tales of the Jedi Season 2 has officially been announced as well, which is... I'm, I, I'm actually really looking forward to that. I very much enjoyed Season 1. I enjoyed seeing um, a different side to Dooku. Um, which I did, hadn't quite seen mm-hmm. in the prequel trilogy, and you seeing Yaddle. Oh, I loved seeing Yaddle. It was incredible. <laughs> so hopefully we see another side of many other um, Jedi mm. um, in this season. I don't think there's any details yet of like when, what kind of era it's set in or what Jedi it might focus on. I don't know whether it's going to stick with Ooh. the prequel era. Oh, good point. Could I'm, oh. I'm kind of hoping for High Republic. Ooh. 
because I think that'd be cool. Because we've be got cool. Young Jedi Adventures, which is set in the High Republic. We've got the Acolyte thing coming out. Yeah. Around the High Republic era. Yeah. It feels kind of fitting if Tales of the Jedi maybe tells some stories around those. I didn't consider that. That would be. I really, only thought that, of it just now. <laughs> that would be a really interesting way to reintroduce the High Republic era yeah. to, to most people on Disney. Yeah. Like, easy to easy to digest twenty minute stories. Yeah. Just, just feeding you loads of different characters. And you're kind of drip feeding because like the High Republic, as much as it's like beloved by so many fans, it's a bit dense perhaps of someone who like doesn't read a lot. Exactly. Of yeah. Because you're looking at it, you've got like two dozen books or something to read yeah whereas you know a kind of animated show that introduces you to some of these characters before you then watch like the acolyte with Vanestra Rowe and Buriaga and everything yeah oh, that could be kind of cool okay either okay. that or Kiyadi Mundi yeah <laughs> or Plo Koon or Plo Koon. Plo Koon I'm surprised that he hasn't done like a Plo Koon thing yet did you considering he- Dave Filoni loves Plo Koon did you, did you hear um, what was it it was when um, I don't know whether it was during Star Wars Celebration 2023 mm. or some other time but when um when a so um, sorry, who's the person who plays Ahsoka? The uh, actress? Ashley Eckstein. No, no, live action. Oh, live action, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson, when she was reportedly filming The Mandalorian and she shot the, she went to, or she was reading the script rather, mm. um, the secret of her filming with Luke, mm. where it was kept secret from her. And in the, really? yeah, and in the script, Luke Skywalker's name was was Plo Koon. <laughs> so well, she like always... when Luke returned in The Mandalorian as well, where they like, drew yeah. up all the storyboards of it being Plo Koon, just to keep it secret. <laughs> I, d- I don't know, but that, that's quite hilarious, <laughs> the fact that they would go to that length to cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's from everyone. I did see um, someone tweeting, I can't remember which podcast it was, I'm so sorry, but um, someone tweeted yesterday that there was a thing Dave Filoni said in the Clone Wars panel, that when he was asked to helm the Clone Wars series, like he thought it was a joke and it was making a Plo Koon costume at the really? time. Really? Oh, wow. And someone tweeted and said like, was he actually making it a Plo Koon costume or was he making a Luke costume and trying to <laughs> throw us <laughs> at the set? <laughs> it's so, oh my God. Uh, and I, but I like that because now anyone who works on, on Star Wars, mm. and if they see the name Plo Koon in the scripts, they go, I'm working with Luke, I'm working with Luke. <laughs> Are you going to do it the other way around though? Like if he does do three episodes of Tales of the Jedi on yeah. Plo Koon, he's going to write Luke Skywalker <laughs> in the script. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. But, I mean, maybe, even, they might zone in on, here's a question, here's an idea, Luke's temple. Interesting. And the apprentices in Luke's temple. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the the boys who go and search out for Ben, mm. ben Skywalker. Yes. Yeah, uh, what are their names? Ty, Bo, and Hennig. Ben Solo, sorry. <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah. Imagine that. Because mm. mm. we want to know a little bit more about what happened to those those Jedi apprentices yeah. and where they went to and not just those three but the other ones that are in the temple yeah, yeah. another option yeah either Cal Kestis nice or perhaps Eno Cordova and Sierra uh, oh, Sierra Gunder. yes maybe yes. not Cal because we're getting like quite a lot of Cal Kestis stuff mm. but there was, a, there was a comic series back when Fallen Order came out about Eno Cordova and Sierra yeah so I could see them maybe telling some more stories about those characters yeah I like that yeah, I just there's something about this like because the first series focused a lot on the prequel era. Yeah, maybe they might move away from that into something like the High Republic or into like post Order sixty six. Yeah, or they might double down and focus more on like I don't know Shakti and Argon Cola there's, and like Jedi. No one knows. There's about. certainly more opportunities in the pre Order sixty six era, mm. but I think the more interesting. More Jedi. Yeah, it's just so much more Jedi. That that background one in the Colosseum in Geonosis, <laughs> all the way in shot fifty five. Post Order sixty six, it's just three episodes looking at a corpse. <laughs> yeah, 
maybe the maybe the Jedi who we see in Kenobi who tries to ask for Kenobi's help. Yeah, yeah, like like that. And there's the not many of others. How he got to Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. I said I was going to say Ezra Bridger, but then with that we do have that, which is Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think in terms of like announcements for films and TV series, mm. I mean that's that's sort of where we're at, isn't it? We've we've eaten pretty well we've, this weekend. We have, Star Wars fans are dining absolutely well. It's been a fantastic <laughs> couple of days. Um, so otherwise, we in terms of just actually being here at Star Wars Celebration, mm. James. Um, I mean, it's been incredible. There's been yeah. some great panels, yes. hasn't there? You went to the High Republic panel the other day. Yes. We just went to. We've literally just been from a uh, behind the scenes looking at the visual effects of Andor with some of the special effects, visual effects, post pre effect. Uh, people who worked on the series itself, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, although, um, it, and it was quite nice just getting away from the crowds for about for an hour. So nice sitting down. <laughs> it's so good, honestly. My feet hurt so much. Honestly, when you come to one of these one of these events, you've got to do it really strategically. Go and walk around in the main exhibition hall for mm. a good, you know, forty minutes, fifty minutes. But then make sure you have time to sit and eat and drink. And if that's going to be yes. at a panel, just do it. Take take your opportunity. Like, no word of a lie, I'm wearing hiking boots and walking shoes. <laughs> it's, it's needed. It really is. Um, but interestingly, there is um, a few... Uh, well, I mean, what, what else have we seen, James? There's There's been um, there's been some lightsaber boys that we've seen yes. in, the Has- in the Hasbro. Yep. You are trying not to spend money on a lightsaber right now. They're very expensive, <laughs> I, I will say that. About £300 per yeah. lightsaber here. So I saw Ray's yeah. lightsaber and I thought, I really want it, but also I don't want to spend £300. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would genuinely consider it. I said if yeah. it was a hundred or yeah. lower than a hundred, so <laughs> three hundred is a bit more. But it was the the ones that I saw were certainly in a in a casing which looked like yeah. it come from Galaxy's Edge, so they're being sold at a premium. Yes. Um, and inside the um, what was it? The Pulse. Is it oh, Hasbro, yeah, Pulse? Hasbro Pulse? Yeah. We got to see um, some really good actually mounts of mm. Ray's lightsaber, dark saber. Yeah. Uh, Le- Vader, was Leia's lightsaber Leia's there? Leia's lightsaber was there. Yeah. Luke's. Obi Wan's. Obi That might be one of my favourite things I've seen so far. Interesting. I I really wanted to see something, and we got to touch <laughs> them and hold them as yes. well. Even better. Get our sweaty mitts on them. <laughs> our DNA is on the lightsabers <laughs> of Star Wars. Um, yeah. What is? Is there anything? What else have? What else has been here that's been interesting? Oh, um, I mean, there's some like. I don't know if sets are the right word, but there's we saw um what was it like the Endor bunker earlier? Oh yeah, where they got like an ATST and some scout troopers. You can have your photo taken in front yeah. of the door. Mm. Um, mm. There's mm. the the Lothal mur- uh, mural that Sabine draws. We haven't actually haven't been to gone see to it see yet. it. We've just seen it in the distance. We're going to go see that in a bit um, if we can. That um, looks so cool. Um, there, there's there's plenty of appearances. Um, at the Star Wars Celebration live stage, if that's something mm. that you would like, if you if, if coming to one of these things and seeing your favourite actors on you know uh, live on stage is the thing you want, they have a brilliant celebration live stage where periodically, maybe every two one or two hours, another big name actor comes out. So yeah. today we've got Vivian Lyre Blair, um, followed by Ian McDermott. Yep. And then later on, we've got none other than Ewan, Ewan McGregor yeah, coming like on really stage. Yeah, big names. It's not just like, oh, you know, they played this third... Um, yeah. Third Tognath. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is people third like Rebel Kenobi and Palpatine. And Hayden Christensen was there yesterday. Yeah. Andy Serkis. Mm, mm. Yeah. And that and that and that's incredible. The fact that, you know, you can get so up and close and personal to your favourite favorite actors and not mm. need to obviously get a signing. And all. You can do autographs and things like that. Yeah. But just the fact that they can be on the stage and you can be there 
seeing them as a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, and I've seen so many things as well. Like yesterday when I, or Saturday rather, when I was here, there was like a High Republic cosplay meetup. Oh, nice. With a bunch of the authors. Yeah. Um, and Ashley Eckstein did a Ahsoka cosplay meetup. Yeah. So like there's, you know, these people involved in it creating these opportunities for you to go and meet them and interact with okay. them. Okay, okay. Talking about cosplays. Yes. What is your, okay, there's been some incredible um, group yes. organized uh, marches. Yes. Hasn't there? We watched a march of the Mandalorians earlier. We did. We sort of walked into it. Uh, <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> there was just, and it was a really long line, yeah, and so all of and all of their cosplays were impeccable. Yeah, yeah, like, like really good. They genuinely look like kind of like movie um, mm. uh, costumes. Yeah, which looks phenomenal. And there was and like then, a like a slow drum in the background. Yes, it was it was brilliant. Yeah, and then obviously the one way out. We've seen. Um, we haven't seen one today. No, I saw two yesterday. Yeah, and for anyone who who doesn't know, <laughs> that's literally just people dressed as the Narkina Five prisoners, literally chanting "One Way Out" and yeah. running in a, in, a, in a line. And it's just brilliant. You'll literally be like in a panel or in one of the halls or something, and you'll just hear this chant off in the distance. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, they're off again. Yeah. <laughs> so, Goddamn prisoners! Prisoners are start writing again. Ah. I mean, it's it, it's just it's just one of the examples of just how special this place is for anyone who wants to come here and wants to meet like-minded Star Wars individuals, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I genuinely recommend coming to this if you like, just want to be immersed in Star Wars, surrounded by people who genuinely love it. Like, yeah. I've spoken to so many people I don't know here who were just like so excited to talk about something Star Wars. Yes. It's not like you know huge conversations, they're like, we're looking at a prop or something mm. and talking to the guy next to us about how cool it looks. Yes, yes. Oh, just, yeah, that so was right. Fun here. Yeah, there's some, there's some props to look at as well, yeah. isn't there? Like, um, C-3PO's decapitated head. Absolutely. And um, Princess Princess Leia's... Um, um, sol- um, ah, oh, what is, is it? The, we saw the dress that she wears in the medal ceremony in A New Hope. That's right, um, yes. yes. So things like that, you know, it's it's... And obviously, if you want to go and buy things and purchase things, you've got loads of merchandise stores and everything. Yeah, you can go and buy Leia's dress if you've got two million dollars. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, yeah, C-3PO's head was uh, between $500,000 and a million dollars, which I thought was incredibly underpriced <laughs> yeah, for me. Yeah, I reckon that'll sell for more and all. Oh, it 100% it will. <laughs> and there was two light... Um, was the light wasn't the lightsabers, like... Not too. You said you were worried about them because you could you could theoretically have bought a lightsaber yeah, from was, that auction house. <laughs> like they were a lot of money. They were many thousands of dollars. But I was like, it's not prohibitively expensive. Like it's not more than I could save for no. over a long time. Mm. It's um, not. It's not sort of billionaire money. Also, yeah. Also, not something I would pay for. But no. I was like, if I had the right impulse, I could. <laughs> If but you, I won't. Yeah. I didn't see what Obi Wan's was. I only saw like the uh, oh, like okay. Annie Galia's from the Phantom Menace. And imagine Obi Wan's would be more expensive. Yeah, Obi Wan's would be a lot more. Than yeah, that, or Darth Maul's would be. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just been inc- it's been an incredible experience. I think that the main thing to take away from Star Wars Celebration is it's great to meet you for the first time. Yes, it's been meeting you. It's been great to see all the people here enjoying themselves, having a great time, the amazing cosplays, um, and getting to once again experience all of our you know just collectively experience our love for Star Wars together and go to all these amazing panels which are rich with opportunities and I mean who knows we might even meet some other podcasters here while we're here as well yeah we haven't actually met anyone here yet because we just can't get signal to message anyone no but um, hopefully we'll get a chance to meet some people I mean certainly you know you've got MTK are here most things Kenobi are here I know Resistance Broadcaster here yes um, amongst many others like loads of people in the Star Wars community are here so 
it's incredible that we're all here at the same time really but like thank you for all you guys from America coming over to, to, to actually it's sunny England today you've come yeah. on a really good day actually yeah we've shown off quite a nice London recently yeah yeah. Um, although I'm sorry about the London underground none of us understand no. it <laughs> even people who live in London hate it so sorry about that uh, so yeah I mean if there's any is there anything if there's nothing really else to touch on James yeah I think we've gone through everything that we've kind of been well, excited about yeah, well in that case why don't we uh, sign off Mm-hmm. for our Star Wars Celebration live podcast. Yes. Um, uh, perhaps with... Okay, last final question. Okay. Your, What is your... Literally your favourite cosplay that you've seen? Oh, um, oh, the one that jumps to mind is one I saw on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it was Mandalorian armour. Yeah. But a Soka Tano theme. So it was like a kind of like orange uh, metal armour. Yeah. And blue understuff, blue and white understuff. Okay. And like yeah. instead of the Mythosaur yeah. insignia, it had a kind of the fulcrum sign. Oh, it just looked, it was like that. so cool as if Ahsoka was a Mandalorian. I love that. I, I, my personal favourite has been seeing a lot of the clone troopers. Oh, and I, yeah. And there was a Rex, which yes. was really, really good. Really tall. Really tall. Absolutely. Insanely tall. Like you're insanely tall. Yeah. Rex was taller. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and, and just big in general. Yeah. Um, so terrifying. <laughs> but there was also a clone trooper with a sort of um, uh, grey pattern going down, down the armour, which mm. we, we saw lined up with us. And I don't know what it was, but I just, I don't know, something about that I really liked. It was yeah. simple, but... I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> uh, but there's been plenty of us, so it's been fantastic. So, um, yeah. I mean, James, should we sign off? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Usually we do the outro at this point. <laughs> should we do the outro? <laughs> Let's do it. I've got it on my phone. Okay. So, we want to know what you think about anything that's been announced at Star Wars Celebration, about the films, the TV series, the casting, the books, the comics, anything, like what you're most excited about. Uh, let us know your thoughts on social media at MoistureFarmRep or you can send us an email at MoistureFarmPod at gmail.com and in fact if you have any suggestions about topics characters or places in the Star Wars universe that we should discuss send them our way too as always you can reach us on Twitter I am at James16Matthews and I'm at Wheeler underscore Deals and if you like this episode why not subscribe and leave us a review on your platform of choice and if you want to support the show you can literally buy us a cup of Java juice at buymeacoffee.com forward slash MoistureFarmRep Thank you for listening to Adam and I in real live time, not on Zoom for once. <laughs> we, we'll be back next time to discuss more of the stuff. Actually, no, we'll be back next time for our season finale. Which we? we will, yes, because this is a, this is technically episode eleven. Yes. So, gosh, that's flown by. Um, we'll be we'll be coming back for a very well, harkening back to the finale of season <laughs> one for this one. Yeah, we're going to be coming back for an Ewok adventure next week. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, we'll see you next time on the Moisture Farm Report.